welcome to <laughs> this is only your life that's sarcastic <laughs> meaning it's it's only your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano represents emotions so there can be a lot of deep emotions coming up just letting everyone know because it's i'm hearing it and feeling it yeah (laughs) although the emotions right now are because the pain is so bad in my face that (laughs) it's kind of a combo my face is like screaming at me i'm like could you stop hurting for (laughs) five minutes please um so it's it's a little bit hard to talk so we'll let you talk Right. We'll let you talk. We're behind on podcasts again with the time flying. Time in the flying. Also, I've been away too, though. Yes, you've been away. But time's been flying. But yes. Our 100%. schedules keep being opposite. Yes. Yeah. When you're free, I have clients, vice versa. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, actually yeah. funny on the opposite of the being able to schedule. Being able to schedule. Yep. Um, so what have you been? What have you been noticing? Uh, I feel like, I mean, I feel like I say this probably every time, but a lot of brain fog. You do say this every time. Hopefully as, hopefully as, um, because we have a bunch of planets in retrograde, right? Which we talked about before. But we have one planet that is either started to go in retrograde or is going into retrograde, which is Uranus, Mm -hmm. which is the planet of... Of brain fog? No. (laughs) Well, in a sense, when it's... Going in retrograde, it actually gets things a little bit more clearer. Like, meaning, like, you could see things a little more clearer. So things that have been, the illusion has been, you know, extra big and, you know, helping our sensitivity level be even higher because mm-hmm. we're seeing the stuff that would prove our old beliefs very big. Right. Like, well, we're trying to get very deep in our soul, and unless you're, like, really paying attention and looking, that you would just think that, the world is just insane and, and nuts, and you could prove all your shit in about five fucking seconds. Right. My I noticed my um my like fear for people like not wanting to spend time with me comes up. Interesting. Which is interesting. Which would not make sense because that's not the case, but it makes sense to each person because everyone has you know a fear of not, you know, not mattering, not being important. Right. It just depends on where level is, what level it is at any given moment, you know, by what's happening. Right. But what's interesting about it is I'm seeing that a lot, and we talk about the things that I see a lot, and that's one of them, the one of feeling not important that we don't matter. Right. But I know that that's not true. Like, my actual brain is like, oh, well, that's, 
Like, why would that make any sense? You know what I mean? Right, but this isn't about making sense. Right, yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) This is about, you know, us feeling our emotions and the beliefs that we believe about ourselves, which are not true, which we're working on overcoming. So if we're talking about trying to heal this, then you have to get deep. You have to figure out, like, where where this comes from. And heal, like we have, like the taking your power back exercise, which is basically a, um, in a sense, a soul retrieval exercise, mm-hmm. taking your pieces back from people that you gave them to, because a lot of times we'll give our our heart to somebody. We'll say, you know, you have a piece of my heart, mm-hmm. and we need those pieces. We right. can give you all the love in the world, but we can't give you pieces. So, w- in what instance would someone give their heart? Well, and when not, and or I guess rather. How do you know that you did that? Very easily because you feel, there's a feeling that you feel when you give your heart to somebody. Mm-hmm. You tend to give your heart to your family, you know, depending on, you, especially your children, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times your parents, um, your relationships, absolutely, you know, people that you love in a um, relationship. Because that's the thing that we say, like, you have my heart or you, you know, mm-hmm. have peace of my heart or... I love you with my whole heart is fine. Mm-hmm. I love you with my whole heart means you have a whole heart. Right. But when you have a piece of my heart, you know, and I'm just using the different sayings, but we do do that. And there's pieces that we give up from the trauma that we've been in. Right. right. So if we're talking about, you know, like soul retrieval work, the trauma that we've been in, we could, you know, like fracture our souls and we need to get those pieces back and work on healing them. The stuff that we're working on now is, you know, the very deep core stuff that's coming up and coming up and coming up. And I don't care what you do. And I've said this a thousand times. I don't care what you do. You are not getting out of it right. until you heal it. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger. But we're with, with the energy that we're in right now, it's helping us. So it's trying to help you to see it and to heal it. But first, the awareness needs to happen. Because a lot of people like to stay on the surface. Right. You know, when um, we had our um, relatives over yesterday, you were doing their hair. Yeah, yeah. And I was just talking about a couple of little things, and, and you know, she just blanked out like I wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to deal with our emotions, and we don't want to feel all the things that we're feeling. So we would rather go do everything else, but, mm-hmm. you know, so we're trying to keep ourselves busy and I'm not saying we shouldn't be out having fun because we should, but right. we also need to. But she was like, I don't know. What'd you just say? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and that has more to do with we don't want to look. Right. Because we don't like what we see anyway. Right, right. Now, gotcha, gotcha. just you saying that, like, you know, my thing about, you know, people not wanting to spend time with me or worrying about it, you know, is mm-hmm. coming up for you, which doesn't come up as often for you as it does for some other people. Right. But it's if, rare that it comes up for me. But if it's coming up for you, mm-hmm. then how much is it coming up for other people that have that as a main? But my other thought, though, is how do I know that it, that that's mine? It may not be. Because that's what because it's such an uncommon thing for me to feel. It may not be. You know where I'm just like. But eh. are you? Did you did you ask if this is mine? It could stay if not go away. Did you? What kinds of things did you use to try to see? I've been. Um, let me think what I've been doing. I've been, well, I've been trying to, like, so, okay, so normally different people that I spend time with, I can easily feel 
like what kind of like the energies that they're giving off, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, okay, like this person feels like really kind of like all over the place and discombobulated and their stuff is everywhere in their brain and in their house. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like you can feel that yep. through texting even. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just they're like blah, blah, blah. Um, and then like this other person feels like organized and their space is like clear and their head feels organized and maybe they jot down their emotions a lot. So like when I, when they text me, it has a different feeling. Like even before I read their name, mm-hmm. like I can like, I've been like playing this game with myself lately where before I look at the text, I try to feel who the person is, who the person is. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like, like I'm just to kind of get used to like how my different friends feel and mm-hmm. you know, which is a good practice and um, good exercise. And I think it's kind of fun because it would, cause like the same, like probably the same five people talk to me pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Right. And, they all feel very different. Mm-hmm. So, like, enough that when I'm, like, not with them that I can, like, tell. Yeah. But one of them in particular, like, is <laughs> super hard to read. Mm-hmm. And, but I, so I don't know if it's me because I'm, like, talk to them all the time. That if it's, like, me feel like, in the loop. Mm-hmm. And just actually feeling their energy. So I'm, don't know that I can't. Like so it's, you're so used to their energy, the way that it feels, that it feels like you. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like so. It's like so. Is my is am I what I'm thinking? Actually, like, them, and I just don't know it because I talk to them like all day, every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's possible because yeah. what happens is that our energies do intertwine, and when we connect, when we're connected to somebody, and when we have a strong connection to somebody, right, we can do that very easily and start to not know the difference between. Right okay, how do I normally feel versus when I'm talking, well, I talk to you all the time, so now I'm trying to figure out, all right, let me separate myself. And that's where the, the, the cutting exercise that we mm-hmm. talked about comes in to just do for a couple of minutes because, you know, when you talk to somebody all day, every day, right. it's, it's, you know, like a, a lot, you know, when you talk to somebody a lot, it's easier for you to get connected to their energy and right. it be constantly, you know, part of yours especially because then you're thinking about texting them or you're, they're thinking about texting you. So right. there's a lot that's, you know, energy-wise going back and forth. Right. When you do the cutting exercise, it gives you a little bit of distance for a minute mm-hmm. so that you could see, okay, am I still feeling the same things? Right. So in the cutting exercise, which, which you know, we've done before, yep. um, and I think it might be on, I think it might be on the website, the exercise, um, but that exercise in, you know, just being able to disconnect yourself from, from somebody else's energy, um, is very helpful to give you just a little perspective. So you might want to try that and just cut the energy and then it reconnects very easily. You know, right. as a matter of fact, it's hard to, to keep it disconnected unless you're really trying to do that. But right. if you're just trying to get like a idea, perspective. a perspective, then it's a good exercise to do with that. It's good for a bunch of things, but mm-hmm. that one is it's very good for because it gives you a little perspective to get a little back up from it right. because you have to kind of back away from it to, to know the difference. It's like you start to meld the energy so much that mm-hmm. you're feeling what they're thinking, they're thinking what you're feeling. You, you text each other thinking the same thing. Like I was just going to text you saying the same thing that I was because you're actually having a conversation with them because our telepathy 
and empathic abilities are so much stronger right now. Right. And the veil's very thin. It's it veil's very thin, and it's been thin. That you could have a conversation with them and not even text them. Right. And well, then I them feel text you about right. the conversation that you already had. Well, I feel like I do that with a couple of my girlfriends where we have like, uh, because we're all, we tend to text each other about similar things mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So one of us would say something and it would be like, oh, that's funny. I was thinking about doing that myself. Right. You know, but then, um, you know, so it's like funny. Like one of them's like wants to go to school to do uh, like some, um, like an iridology, like eye mm-hmm. thing. And then another one is doing um, a nutrition, like a natural mm-hmm. path, naturopath nutrition thing. And then like I wanted to do something like, wasn't sure where I wanted to be, but just do some type of some other thing. Right. So it's like funny because we all kind of, you know, are. Well, those are soul fams. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, when you got soul fams, they, you know, you tend to be interested in similar things and mm-hmm. you, you know. And it's funny because then I was talking to one of them today and I was like, she was saying something about like how she was trying to learn Spanish like this time two years ago because we were talking about like mm-hmm. writing our intentions. For we were talking about, you know, like, because it's the new moon eclipse, the energy from this eclipse, instead of just a regular new moon, mm-hmm. lasts for six months. And these eclipses, the ones that we have in July this year, are connected to the eclipses that happened two years ago. So all the stuff that was coming up and going, you were going through two years ago are coming up again in a way for you to look at and to resolve. So it's like we're also going into a Mercury retrograde, mm-hmm. so which also is re, right? So it's, you know... Relooking at things, re, right, um, um, whatever re goes because right now I can't think. My mouth hurts. Right. Um, <laughs> wait, I can't think normally. Never mind. I'm not going to use the excuse of my mouth, although it's not helping. Unhelpful. <laughs> well, well, but that it's funny though because we were both like, oh, what were we doing two years ago? Right. And like she's having a mirrored situation in a different time frame, but like the feelings are similar. Right. And she was also like working on learning like a uh, language then and then like now she said she was trying to learn she was working on learning something else during her lunch breaks and um then she has some like you know like family stuff that is like half that's like very similar to some family things that are similar and then she has some like big like life-changing like positive things Mm -hmm. that are like also progressing and like cool stuff so it's like fun to and these are all like trying to help us bring us through them because right. like I talked about for the last three years, especially the last three years, you know, it's been like stuck, you know, it's like we've been feeling like we've been going around in the same cycle to help us to get the stuff up, to be aware, to, you know, actually see that there's way more going on and to look at the things that are coming up and, and feel all the, it's like going through the dark night of the soul. Like each person has all this hurt and pain that we brought in that we also then, you know, have here, and then we're clearing lineages, and, you know, mm-hmm. the collective, I mean, we're doing a lot of work, which is why it's exhausting, right. um, and why most people, if you're trying to do your day-to-day life, you don't realize you've got so much more happening underneath the surface, that that's something that you really need to pay attention to, and that your exhaustion level needs to really be upping to take care of yourself. Well, you know, you know what's funny is, my workload is normally more in the summer and for some reason this year it's less it's less than Mm -hmm. usual like for some reason like i think i have 
three or four weddings only, mm-hmm. which is like less than half right. of what I normally have. Right. And I've noticed that with people being able to do stuff. If you think about what you're able to do or what you can put your energy into, mm-hmm. it's like, um, I would normally be doing that now. I can't do that this year. It, yeah, no, it's true, though. You know, like, it's so true. I would normally be going here and doing this. And you know what? This year, I just don't have the energy. Yep. It's like even having, like, the 4th of July party that we'd normally have. Now, we would probably have had it if, you know, Nicholas and Caitlin were here. But since Nicholas is going to be away, we could have still had a picnic. It wasn't, but it just felt so, like, so much, so much work. so much work without the other people that are part of helping. Right. It yeah. was just felt like so much work. That I was like, I just... Yeah, like, sometimes it's just nice to not do the thing. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, I just can't yeah. do no, the thing. That's, I agree. <laughs> and it's more like, you know, it needs to be like a chill, just kind of relaxing day. And just talking to some of the other people that would normally come, they're asking to see if we were doing it, because I didn't text them, because I've been too busy doing other things. Right. And I was like, no, because Nicholas and Caitlin aren't here, but I just don't have the... Right. And they're like, you know, we don't either. Like, we feel the same way. Yeah. It's like, they're you know, like, what? That's it's fine. fine. With us. <laughs> right. It was all fine with, you know. Yeah. You know, nobody actually were like, oh my God. It was more like, you know, I understand. Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm, yep. you know, exhausted. And there's so many big major changes happening. So you got to let it integrate. Right. So when you have some time, do your meditations. Mm-hmm. Like, Get connected. We're, you know, the... That's the other thing is I've been feeling ungrounded. I've been feeling like I'm having a hard time... Grounding is so difficult. For some reason. Like, so a couple of weeks ago I was in Aruba <coughs> and I was saying this too when, um, I don't remember... No, if, in the last podcast if, you said this. If I was saying this, yeah. Oh. So, but since then, still... Yes, the grounding has been very been hard. For some reason, though. I tend to now go outside and stand in the grass. Yeah. I've been having, I've been like wanting to lay out in the sun. And for me, I don't tend to have time. Mm-hmm. Like normally Although I wake you've had up, a little more time. I've had a little more time and I like have been very drawn to just like being in the sun. Yeah. And everything a little. Yeah. You know, like just being like outside in the nature and, yeah. you know, just, and I'll go like stand in the grass mm-hmm. and just kind of sit in the grass and just kind of like walk around in the lawn, you know, right. because yeah. it feels like it brings you back down to the planet and you're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm on it. Okay. Yeah. But what is that like whole thing though, where it's like, cause I feel like when I'm grounded and I tap in, you know, like when I, my crown taps in mm-hmm. it, uh, I'm trying to describe what I'm feeling. It's, it feels like you kind of have this awareness around you that everything is like extremely connected and everything is like flowing and it's all part of each other. So like you feel very safe in your body, mm-hmm. I guess is a good way to describe it. When you feel grounded. Is when you saying. feel grounded. When you feel grounded and connected. When you feel grounded and connected and yep. the energy is flowing really well. And it, that's when you kind of have this like manifestation power and... Right. It, like, feels like everything's possible and, like, things that you were just stressing out about. Like, let's say you're worried about paying a bill or something. You'd be like, nope, that's, I know that I'll get the thing that I need. I know, you know what I mean? You Mm -hmm. kind of have, like, this, like, knowing energy of, like, feeling like it's all, you know, like, twirling around together. Yeah, all flowing. Um, Versus 
versus being, when it goes off the rails. Versus when it goes <laughs> off the rails, yeah. When you go, when you get off the wagon, <laughs> and you fall into the ditch, and you've tumbled down and like hit branches on the way, so like you get up and maybe like you have like some twigs in your and, hair. I yeah. don't even know, but. That's what I feel like. I look like a forest lady because I have like, <laughs> twigs in my hair because I've been tumbling down the hill. <laughs> um, but but uh, that's where, you know, in the old and the new, right? So mm-hmm. as we're trying to understand that we are all connected right. and that we actually so start to know the that. New. The old beliefs and the old programs that we are separate. You know, that's been very much how we've been feeling for a long time, you know, or been taught about the idea that we are, you know, separate beings. And we are separate in the idea that you have a body and I have a body. Right. But as far as us being connected, we're all connected. There is no separation. There is no separation from source. There is no separation from the earth. There is no separation. You know, energy is energy and it doesn't separate. You know, it doesn't have the same... The way it looks is not how it really is, right? When right. we talk about the illusion. The way we look is not how the energy is. Right. Yeah. So it you know, looks like you're way over there, and the energy, if we could see it, would say that we're very connected and you're probably closer than, you know. Right. Well, so can you explain, though, like... So the feeling of, the, the feeling of being um, connected yeah. gives you a safe feeling because mm-hmm. you know that you're part of everything. Right. And that's the thing where you start to realize, well, if I'm part of everything and everything's part of me, then I can't actually lose anything. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can be separated from me. And our fears come from separateness, from feeling like we're abandoned, from feeling right. like we'll be left yep. alone, from feeling like we're, we're people don't want to spend time with us. Like all those, those are like abandonment issues. Those are, and these are very big. We've been taught that from being separate, from that feeling of being separate and you know, if we didn't feel like we were loved when we were children, you know, and, and I don't even mean just love, like, yes, you know, your parents love you, right? you know, and not all of them, I'm saying, yeah, you know, like for a, the most part, yeah. you know, your parents love you, but when day in and day out, the, the things that you're going through, you feel like they abandon you and they leave you places and um, there's so much trauma and drama and hurt and pain that is taught through experiences that you start to feel very much like you're alone and that nobody cares. And it doesn't take a lot for, for children to feel that because it's something that we're bringing in to work on. Right, like if you're late picking them up for school or something. Yeah, those, you that know. That would, like, a little kid, they'd be scared probably. It can scare them. Yeah. And it could be something as minor as that for some children and yeah. something way bigger, you know, like, you know, having the, you know, traumas that I had in my life. But... It's interesting because it's what each person goes through. So people right. seem to think that if you didn't go through um, hell, then you right. should be fine. Right, like someone who like maybe like fell on their bicycle when they were little is like super scared of bike riding now. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, like some other kid who had some way some worse crazy thing happen. Right, some way worse, you know, that other people would be like, oh my God, that's so traumatic. I yeah. can't believe you're and riding your bike. And they're just like, la, la, la. Yeah, I can't yeah, believe like you're riding like your bike. Yeah, like someone like hit them on their bike and they like broke their arm and then tumbled and you know what I mean? And right. they're like, cool, bike time, more bikes, you know? Right, so it depends on, you know, you, you as an individual yeah. of what you're here learning and growing through and the way that you have experienced things before. So, you know, when I hear it, like a lot of times parents will say like, you know, I did this differently so my kids didn't experience what I went through and they're worse fucked up than I was. Yeah. 
<coughs> and it's more because they didn't experience it. We just tend to assume that they're going to be better, not that what they're going through is the worst thing that they've ever been through. Right. Whatever it is. Right, right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, so you're comparing it to you. They didn't have that experience. That was the point. We tried to make sure you didn't have that experience. Right. But then they had nothing to compare something like bad to that you thought was bad. That right. Our our extremes are worse yeah. to us. But that doesn't mean it's not the same extreme to the child who's didn't have the same trauma level. Right. Because smaller traumas are still bigger traumas to them. Yeah, because they don't have a scale. Right. Their and scale is that. Right. So you can't, you know, so when you say that, it's kind of a hard thing to, to you know, judge. And each person's mm-hmm. different. And It's very true. And it all depends on, like, their perception of things. and Right. You it know. depends on a lot of things. Yeah. But perception is one. And, and how that how that one thing affected you, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, and then however it continued. Right. Well, so we and then what you do with it, because yeah. each person, then what you do with that. So in this idea of what you do with it, if you feel separate from everything and you don't believe in something, because here's where you also run into the problem, separate and not believing in anything. Like there is no higher power. There is no something bigger than me. Right. So then what are you doing here? What's our point? What, like... When we talk about, like, these are all the questions that are coming up right now. Mm-hmm. Not that they haven't always come up, but they're in a higher level because we're going through such changes. We're going to, we're evolving to a higher level where those things that have been very deep that we've been trying to keep under the rug, that's been, you know, questioning who you are, what's your purpose, what are you doing here? Um, when you feel disconnected and you have those feelings, you don't feel like, what's your purpose? You don't know. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. know. When you feel a very alone, and alone is a, also another big one right now, um, you're like, okay, so what's my purpose? What am right. I well, doing Well, that like, kind of lost feeling. Yes, there's a very big lost feeling. Mm-hmm. Because so much is changing and we don't know, it's like being turned upside down and being like, okay, now what's the world look like to you? Right. I don't know. Put me back where I at least I felt more comfortable. But our yeah. safety is getting taken from us, and it's getting taken from us because it truly wasn't safe. Meaning Explain that. What truly do you mean, wasn't who's taking safe. it? The universe is pulling the rug out from under us so we'll start to look at things differently. I see. So that we go through these changes so that we can actually get a different perspective and different perception and get these beliefs that we've been thinking are so true to be pushed on their head in, in lots of ways. So a lot of times you have to go through something, and each person's you know different on how they have to go through stuff, but we go through stuff that helps us to question to be like, mm-hmm. okay, and and that's what we call the dark night of the soul. Like, you go through something that's so painful, and each person, their level is different, like we said. Some people, they stub their toe, and th- that's all they need. Some people, it's, you know, 25,000 times of stubbing your toe before you're, you know. Right. You know, it has to be something that's way big. So then. Way bigger. What is the whole, like, you know how we're supposed to be revisiting our old stuff? Well, we're. it's not supposed to. It's more that that's what's coming up to see where you are, to see how how are you revisiting the same stuff. Well, yes, in lots of things that are coming up, but where are we? How are we healing them? Did we right, heal so them? How do you know or what can you do? Like, and I'm asking asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Me too. Yeah. How do you um, know that you're progressing in your work? And also, how do you know that you are doing work 
I guess. Because, like, here's my question is, like, okay, so I'm having these feelings of, like, feeling like my conscious brain is, like, you are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then my, like, subconscious brain is, like, why would anyone hang out with you? Right. So to know that you're progressing before, before you would even be aware, your conscious brain would not be saying you're ridiculous. Right. Your subconscious, which is the only, actually the only thing that, that we're working through truly, mm-hmm. would basically just be like giving you all the proof of why people don't want to hang out with you, or why you're not good enough, why you don't matter. But I can also list a thousand things that I've like, that counteract that Which we always talk about the proof of the opposite, right? Because right? people will just look at the proof, mm-hmm. you know, because proof is very easy to find when we're trying to prove something. Right. Well, the other thing that pops up to me, though, is like, you know how everyone has different love languages? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, like, well, for me, like, I like don't even know what mine are offhand, but like, like, I'm like a quality time person. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I like quality time and I like, um... And I like, I think, acts of service, maybe. Mm-hmm. Acts of service, yeah. Um, but then I also, like, am, like, a physical touch person in that, like, I like like I feel like I need to be, like, like, I want my shoulders rubbed. And I want, you know, mm-hmm. like, people to, like... Well, we have all of them. Yeah. It's not that there isn't any love language that we don't have. Right. It's really the first couple mm-hmm. that if we don't have them, that we don't feel loved. Right. Not that... Not that we don't have all of them. Right, right. So say if, like we were talking about before, say if someone is um, an acts of service mm-hmm. and a personal touch person mm-hmm. or a quality time person. Right. We'll say, what was the, what was the two that I had? Um, yeah, one was an acts of service and a quality time person. And their partner was words. Right. And like words of affirmation and gift giving or something. No, it was just wor- there's their first oh. two was words. Uh-huh. And the second one was personal touch. Right. So you put those two together. Now they had all the all of them, right. but their first main two that made them feel loved would be those. So the one that, that needs the affirmation, the words, the other one needs you to do something. So the one of them that's showing love by the way that they do acts of service or running around bringing her lunch and doing all these nice things, taking her car to get the oil change, you know, doing stuff like doing the laundry, folding it. And the other one, and then spending time with them, and, you know, so they, you know, take Saturday and they'd go to lunch and they'd go do all their errands together. And then they would um, maybe go sit in the park and have their lunch, which was really sweet and nice. And then they would get home and say they spent like eight hours together doing errands and lunch and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he might say, well, I'm going to go have a... Um, a beer with the guys and she would look at him and go what are you talking about we didn't spend any time together right and be like what are you talking about we just spent all day together yeah and she'd be going well why don't you ever tell me that you love me and you go why don't you ever fucking get off your ass yeah why don't you ever do anything you can't even fucking make me a lunch Mm -hmm. so where did you where did they get that from based on the story you just said by him running around right Mm -hmm. he's running around doing all these acts of service for her she's not doing any of those She's basically telling him, I love you, I love you, I love you so much. Oh, my God, I love you, I miss you. I w-. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. You're not doing anything. You could mm-hmm. tell me you love me all fucking day, but if you don't fucking do something, mm-hmm. I don't feel loved. Right. So, so I'm saying he's the acts of service guy because... He's the acts of service. He's doing and, the And quality time. Mm-hmm. She's 
words, right? And she's personal touch. Mm -hmm. So even though they spent all day together, that wasn't quality time to her, which is personal touch, which is snuggling, which is watching a movie close together, which could be um, anything that involves just me and you mm-hmm. together right, being snow. Right, you're not snow. doing stuff. Yeah, being close. Yeah, right. yeah, You know, not doing stuff and other people aren't involved and it's just you and I being close. Right, right, right. Okay, so that situation turned into a major problem because those were their two main. And no matter what he was doing, right, he's mm-hmm. doing, he's getting more resentful that he's running around taking care of all of this stuff and spending quality time with her, and it's not enough. And she's upset because he's basically not saying, I love you, and I miss you, and I want to spend time with you. And, you know, and she's like, what the fuck? He can't even say, I love you. And he's feeling resentful because she's not doing anything in his eyes. And right. it's not like she's not doing anything, but in right. his eyes. Yeah. And in her eyes, he's not saying anything that makes her feel cared about. Right. So then we get resentment. And the quality time that they're spending he thinks is plenty, and she's like, we're in, and to her, quality time is personal touch. So if you had spent an hour with her just in personal touch time, you probably would have got way more of her feeling safe and loved right. than all day with her. Not that she wouldn't like that, too. Right, right, you right. You know? Yeah. But you can see, like, just those two would be off. Mm-hmm. Even though they have all the rest of them, those main two. So they kept running up into this over and over until they finally realized what it was like you know when when we were doing a session and I'm like wait you guys are totally different languages here when you start to understand it at least you can tell the other person what you need and what makes you feel loved right if we don't even have the question you know if we don't even know we only show love by the way we actually want to be loved by the way we show love right so that's the way we feel love so if you're an acts of service, like I'm an acts of service, when somebody does an act of service, and it could be as sim- simple as, I thought of you when I ran to, you know, the grocery store and knew that you liked um, Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And got you a box. Yeah. It could be something as simple as texting you and saying, I'm running through um, here. Would you like me to grab you something? Yeah. You know, minor, little. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be the idea that, I came in the house and opened the door for you and helped you bring in your bags. Right. Those are all acts of service, right? But if you just walked in the door and you brought in all your bags and I'm standing there going, oh, my God, I missed you so much and I love you. And you're lugging your shit. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> by yourself. Me. You're lugging your shit in by yourself and I'm just standing there. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at you going... I'd be like, hello, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love you so... I've missed you so much. How was your trip? And you're lugging your shit in. Right. (laughs) I'm just standing there. I'd be like, it'd be a lot better if you helped me carry my shit. But do you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, would you feel as cared about? Right. And probably you would basically say, well, well, I know that you love me, Mm -hmm. but would I feel loved, like actively loved? Right, right, right. Understood. Mm -hmm. You know? And you could see what I'm talking about just Mm -hmm. in that example. Because if I'm standing there and I don't think that that's not, I don't need help to feel loved. I don't need you carrying my stuff in to feel loved. I need you just to tell me. Now, we're not saying that people don't need to be told. We're saying that if those are your main things. Yeah, like if your words are bad. It's like like actions speak louder than words, right? Mm -hmm. And words speak louder than actions for both, right? So, I mean, like. 
somebody's words speak louder than actions, but they still have to have actions. Meaning if someone's a, a communication, then they also need to be told very much so that I love you and I miss you. Mm-hmm. But they probably they like still cards. have to have the actions too. Yeah. If someone is an act of service, well, a card is also an act of service. I see. Because you went out of your way to think of me to get the card, just like a gift. Uh. You know, like gifts to me aren't the big deal. It's the act of service mm-hmm. of you getting me it and thinking about me. So that's why right. it's not important about how much it's cost. Like what the gift is per se. Right. The okay. gift is that you thought about me and you got me something that you thought that I would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were thinking of me. You didn't just run to the store and pick up, just you know, some whatever. Just some really nilly thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not like just grabbing a thing. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> like, so this is my other question then. Is So, okay. So, let's say, and this is like, I'm, this is like even like within, within friendships too. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say you're, you're working on your button pushing and your beliefs about yourself. And then you have, like, your friend groups and your family and your partner or whoever, whatever, you know, your different little dynamics are in your world, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, like, your girlfriends and you are, like, similar in that, like, you all appreciate acts of service. So, mm-hmm. like, it's easy to for them to not feel, like, kind of left out. Well, you from know each I mean? other. because From you, each other. Left right. out, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. So meaning like maybe you don't get to hang out as much as you would like to. But they don't feel like you don't care. But they don't feel like you don't care because maybe next time you see them, like you brought them like a food. You know what I mean? Like you're like, ooh, like I thought you'd like this thing. Here's mm-hmm. this thing that I found on my journeys and have a treat. You right. know, or like. Because I know you like this. Because I know you like this. You know, so it's, or it's like, uh, oh, I just thought of you, um. And, like, at this place, and I saw this thing that you would really like. Do you want me to pick it up for you while I'm here? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, like, but, and you know, so that feels like it's easy. So even if you don't hang out with them, so, like, th- that button pushing doesn't seem to happen. Well, because there's also people who, you can't have everyone push your buttons. Right. Let's be serious. That's true. We wouldn't, we wouldn't function on this That's planet. True. That's true. So there's going to be people that you're going to, you know, like in soul family groups. Like right. So these that, are my soul family right. people. Right. Meaning, you know, more of a soulmate type of relationship, mm-hmm. which is more easy. Right. You know, and then we have ones that are button pushing ones actually because we need them to be because otherwise we wouldn't do the work. If right. we just, you know, felt the same, like everyone brought the same stuff out in us. We wouldn't do anything other than, wow, we great together. Right. Well, <laughs> but it's funny, though, because, like, I feel like all and of And I'm not saying that the people that are our friends, even in our soul family, ain't going to bu- push our buttons. I'm not saying that. Right. But there's certain relationships that we have that we just do easier because, number one, we don't put also as much pressure on them. A lot of our friendships, we don't put as much pressure on. We basically put the, we know we love each other. We know we care. They know we care. And there isn't this expectation. There isn't the level of stuff. If you look at the way you do that relationship, mm-hmm. it's totally different than what you do with a regular relationship. Meaning, You mean with your partner? With the partner. Yeah. If you did your friendships the way you did with a partner, that wouldn't last either. Right. Well, because they would think you didn't care about them. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a certain expectation of what mm-hmm. we think it should be. And that's all the stuff that's working on being changed right now. And they're all relationships. Right. They're getting thrown into like, a whole nother level and we're going to try to figure out how to do them very differently and each person feel safe and secure within themselves and not look outside 
for somebody to bring you happiness, Mm -hmm. know that you are already happy, that you are whole, that you are safe, that you have everything you need inside of you. And then from there, then you have a relationship that brings more happiness, but you're already happy. Right, exactly. And it's not going to kill you if you don't have it. Right, yeah. No, I understand that. And I think that that... And it, we don't know how they look yet. Now, how we're not they saying look that, as in relationships. Right. We don't know how the relationship looks yet because we haven't, we're not there yet, unconditional right. loving. But what we do know is that the way that we're doing it now, it's changing. It's in the process because of changing. Because the way that we're doing it now seems very conditional. It's very conditional. And we also have all been taught about what somebody shows you love-wise is what means love. Give so if they example. don't do... So, okay, if, if you're dating someone and they don't talk to you today... Mm-hmm then does that feel loving? Nope, that's disrespectful. Why didn't they call me? Why well, it's so, you know what? It's it, I could text you. What's the what's the big deal? Right. Apparently like, you don't care. Well, I think there's this funny thing about texting too where it's like, "Oh, okay, like I texted this person and then I didn't hear back from them. So maybe I'll text them again." But then you're just like, "Oh, well, like I don't want to text them again because I don't also want to irritate them." Right, or I don't want them to think I'm bothering them. Or, and you know, it's like, I don't know what they're doing, so maybe they're doing, like, an important thing, and then, like, they see the text, and they're like, oh, okay, I'll reply to that later, and then they couldn't do it, and then you're just like, hi, hello, hey, hey, and then, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, then you sound like you're up the ass. Right, so you don't, so it's like, what's the balance of, like, how do you know when it's, like... Right, and that's one of the things you don't. Yeah, you don't you know. know. That's, that's where our head gets involved, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be involved in most things, because if we took it, like, on surface value, it's like... Well, they must be busy. Okay, when they're not busy, they'll get back to me. Right, but then it's like if the day goes by. If the day goes like, by and we expected them to text us back. But that's the expecting part where the problem comes in. Right. If we expected right. that, and if we have, you know, normally they do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, that people wouldn't text you back. It's the idea that we put so much energy into the expect and how long they should take. Right, that's what I'm saying is like, versus the average person could be busy doing something and it's not like they don't want to text you back. It's they're in the middle of doing something and yeah, it might take them a second, right? but they're in the middle of doing something and they just talk to you. Right. So they're like, wait, okay. Unless you're asking them like a specific question. Right, right. You know? Yeah. But I guess, I guess my whole thing is doesn't have to do with the time. And sometimes they just don't want to talk. Right, yeah, it doesn't have to do with, like, the time frame or, like, per se, specifically about, like, you know, like, it's just more about um, knowing the feeling of your brain giving you insecurities versus actually being intuitive and feeling how the other person feels. Because it's like when you're through a text is way different than in person. So you can't, I feel like your brain can make up a bunch of stories. Way your brain could do that in front of a person. Think of how bad you could do it in a text. So that's what I'm saying is how do you know, like, so this is for me asking you for don't a friend, know. asking for a friend again. What When you're texting somebody and you feel like, oh, like, am I being annoying? Is that you feeling like you are an annoying person? Or is that the other person Or thinking that's just feeling... Or it could be just you... If, if you're not getting the response that you think that the... If, you're, if you weren't bothering somebody, right? That they would be texting you back or doing whatever. Right. Then 
the response would be why you're starting to get that. Wait, reason it? The response. So if somebody responds to you and is in conversing, yeah. then you don't feel like you're annoying them or you're bothering them. Right. If you text somebody and you're getting like these little one word replies. Right. Yes. No. Nope. Right, right. Then it would seem like you're bothering them. Right. But they're still responding. Right. So then you're like, well, maybe they're busy. That's when our head starts going. Right. Maybe that's all they can do right now. But they're still responding because they want to respond, but they can only say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would they be responding? Right. Or they feel like they have to respond. And then if you start feeling the energy, if they feel like they have to, because if they don't have to, then they're going to have to listen to your mouth later because you said... Right, right, right. So that's, what I'm, that's kind it's of more of what very I'm hard. Yeah. It's very hard because why people do something has to do with their programs and beliefs. Well, right. okay, all women are a bunch of nut jobs and crazy, and if you don't respond to them, then they're going to be up your fucking ass yelling at you, especially if it's your girlfriend. Like, why didn't you fucking answer? It takes me two fucking seconds to answer you. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, right, right, right. Versus, you know, and all men are assholes, so that's pretty normal. Everyone right, knows right. this. <laughs> Women are crazy. Men are assholes. Yes, these are. This is not real life. This is just what people think. Right. That is true. This is the beliefs of yeah. right. And Lord knows we can prove it all day, every right. day. But but I just silently deal with that. I don't actually act on any of it. Do you know what I mean? Like no. what are you talking about? Meaning like anything that I'm feeling or thinking about, like any like questions about like what's going on when do you do you have to have a talk with a person at some point no but i just ignore my own brain and just think that my own brain is making up stories and i tell it to shut up because i don't believe it well that's part of you tapping into that's why when we're saying like when you feel grounded and when you feel like you're connected right. that your brain can't overpower your like me, meaning it can't bring up those old beliefs and you buy them to the same degree. Right. When we're feeling all discombobulated, we can very easily, you know, have one little thing that triggers us and mm-hmm. dominoes the whole. Right. Because it only happens with certain people. There's like three people out of the million people that I know mm-hmm. that will push my buttons with the whole with certain replies. Mm-hmm. And it's. Which makes sense. That right. that makes sense because there is there is people that the way that their energy is and the way that our energy is, that they are the people that are there to kind of help stretch us a little bit, mm-hmm. and we don't understand their energy. Like we don't right. understand what they're trying to tell us with their energy, mm-hmm. or they don't know they're telling us that with their energy. Right. So that's where the problem comes in is that it's like because sometimes someone can be like flippy floppy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, where it's like they'll tell you, okay, like, I'm let's go do this thing, and then like, next week when you go to follow up, hey, do you still want to like go do this thing? Then they like spaz out and be like, no, um, you know, like, doom and destruction, and (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a personal breakdown. I can't. You know what I mean? So then you're just like. I'm going to shake you. <laughs> like, why? I just rearranged my whole schedule so we can go do the thing, like... That we made plans That we made plans do. for. And now I'm going to kick you in the head. Like, what? You know, so... But that's all silent. That's all quiet. You know what I mean? Right, like, you just don't... You don't that. say that out loud. They just, like... Although, maybe you should. Right. 
But then, you know, so in or it's like, so it's like a. But that gives you the insecurity. That gives you the you know, feeling so that does like, this person care? Yeah, it's like, well, what the hell? Like, are they, do they, what's going on that they don't want to spend time with me now? Um, probably yeah. nothing to do with you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know. But and that's more of, and I'm not saying that it's always not nothing to do with us. Right. I mean, like, yes, there could be something that is bothering them, not that they don't want to spend time, that it would bother them, that it would be hard for them, that it would make mm-hmm. them feel a certain way, that it would make them uncomfortable, Who, whatever their stuff is. Right, right. But here's where the problem is. No one's telling each other. And then we're reading the energy, and the energy's telling us something. Words are saying something else. Energy doesn't lie. And now we're, tr- we're really confused mm-hmm. because their energy may be saying, well, I would really like to, but. Mm-hmm. And the words are saying, well, I can't because um, I'm having a personal day. And their personal day could be something to do with, well, it would make me really feel bad if we spent time together right now. So I just, I, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it would just make me feel bad because I would like to have spent time with you. And now it's, I had to wait a week and it just, I, it gave me some time to think about it. And now that I thought about it, you know, it just makes me feel bad. <laughs> like whatever they got, however they got there. Right. So their energy may be saying something different than what the words are. Mm-hmm. Energy doesn't lie. People cannot tell you things. Right. But energy doesn't lie. But you can confu- get so freaking confused by that. Mm-hmm. Because when somebody says something, and a lot of times the person doesn't even know the deep feelings that you can feel from energy. Right. You can feel like sometimes past what their own their own feeling because they're not trying to feel it. Right. Well, the other struggle too that seems to be happening is I feel like certain people like and I was saying this before with like the soul family and like my like girl group mm-hmm. where it's like easy because I feel like I can easily read how they feel. Mm-hmm. And, but they're also more similar to you when you understand their energy. Right. Right. So it's like if someone's sad, I can feel that something's happening mm-hmm. and I don't need, they don't need to tell but me. But you can yeah. feel that with the other people too. You don't trust it as much because their words and their energy is confusing. Right. Yeah. So that's where my struggle is, is how do you know that it, because, it takes practice. Right, because they're, if you're hanging out, if you're not hanging out, if you're talking, like texting a non, like, a motor. Mm-hmm. They then, still give off energy. But how do you know, like... You have to trust. Yeah. You have to... How do you know? You mm-hmm. don't. You don't. But you have to yeah. trust what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Because I could tell you they confuse the shit out of you. Right. Because what they're saying does not match what you're feeling. Right. And you're like, why am I feeling so? Why am I feeling so much of this? And they will deny it. Mm-hmm. I've had people when I'll say, no, I keep feeling this from you, and they're like, no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Right to my face. Nope, that's not me. Right. Must be. I don't know what you're feeling. You're just. Yeah. Not, you, apparently, you're just totally wrong. Uh huh. Really? Because I keep feeling like. Yeah. Are you sure? Yep, not me. Mm-hmm. And then months would go by, and they go. Well, that was me all the time. They'll tell me, like, then Mm -hmm. they'll tell me, like, months later. Well, actually, that was me. It just didn't want, I couldn't talk about it then, or I didn't, whatever. Interesting. So I've had people do that more than one, two, three, four, (laughs) five times. I'm like, okay. So 
do I trust what you say or trust what I'm feeling? And what mm -hmm. I've learned is that 99.9% .9 times, meaning that I don't get in the fucking way, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And most of the times you're not when you're, you know, feeling, and you keep feeling the same feeling over and over. And you're like, this, why do I keep feeling the same? It's the same one. Mm -hmm. What is it trying to tell me? It's right. not one that I normally feel. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on. Where is it coming from? Mm -hmm. And then you ask the person, they're like, nope, not me. Yeah. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Life's right. great. Yeah. They're just like, okay. And then you're like, I'm really confused. Where the fuck? Then you're like, I must be insane. I must really be lost my mind because I know I feel other people to the degree that I do. I can't understand this person. It's so fucking confusing. Right. And then what tends to happen has happened every single time is whether it's a month, whether it's two months, whether it's five, whatever, it'll come up somewhere down the line and they will tell me that that was them, how they felt the whole time. And I'll be looking at them like, are you kidding? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me what I'm asking you? Well, because I couldn't talk about it then and I blah, 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 whatever. Right. But I'm like, do you know how crazy you made me feel? Mm -hmm. Like I'm questioning everything that I believe about feeling somebody which I know that I feel and you're like nope not me mm -hmm. Sir, nope you're just wrong like that's where you have to start to trust yourself mm -hmm. like somebody could tell you that but it's like I still keep getting the same feeling there's something else here they may be saying that but I'm not I'm not sure I'm buying that right there's something else going on here because why would I keep getting the same feeling? Mm -hmm. And this is what it feels like to me. And I know this. I've experienced it before enough times. And I don't normally feel like this. It just pops in when I'm around them. Or it just pops in when I'm thinking of them or talking to them. What is going on? Mm -hmm. So that gives you a little bit more insight into learning to trust yourself and your intuition. Because people will literally tell you no. And some of them tell you no because they don't actually know they're feeling that. Right. Like they don't yeah. know they're very sad or they don't know that, you know, something's really bothering them that much, but you could feel it, but they're covering it up with whether it be, um, being busy or something, right. Anything, right. Being busy or, you know, like working on something over here or, you know, out, you know, having some drinks or whatever they're doing, you know, from, you know, cause you know, whether it be food, whatever, anything that, you know, tries to distract from, so they may not in that moment be feeling that, but you can still feel it cause it's not that far down. Right. And you could be talking to them and they're, they look all fine. They're having a grand old time. I've seen people or been at, been at parties and the person looks like they're having a great time and I keep getting this horrible feeling like they look fine. Why do I keep feeling like there's something really bothering them? Right. Like, why do they feel sad to me? Mm -hmm. They're having a grand time. They're laughing. They're joking. They're, I'm like, all right, hold on. I, and I learned this over the years well enough to know that Every single time that's ever happened, that they really were sad. Right. That they've told me later that they really were sad and that they were just, you know, whatever they were doing, they were trying to have a good time. Yeah. They were able to have a good time in that moment, but it's still there. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to learn to trust those and know that there's more going on. And sometimes because people don't like to say about how they're feeling and they don't want to deal with it yet or they're not ready, whatever it is that it's okay but you have to learn how to trust your feeling. Trust trust that what you're feeling 
is making sense, regardless of the person even telling you no. Mm-hmm. If you keep feeling the same feeling, you're learning how to trust your intuition. Right. And you need to work on trusting right. it. And like, and I was saying to like a bunch of podcasts back, like when I have my like weird knowing how I feel it, like in the back of my head, kind mm-hmm. of like, yep. it's like a specific little spot. Right. To tell you. Where I just you, get right. this like information where I just kind of like. Which pop. you don't question. Once you know it, you don't question it anymore. Right. In situations like this for questioning, right. when you are connected and you feel connected and you get the knowing, no, that's not me, that's them. Right. Then you don't question it. Right. Exactly. But when we're feeling like we're all over space and we're getting so many buttons pushed at the same time, and that's part of, you know, that's part of us learning and growing how to trust, mm-hmm. you know, how to read, how to understand what we're really feeling and to let ourselves, let our buttons be pushed and to actually work on the healing of that makes me feel like this. Mm-hmm. Because if no one's pushing that button, then you ain't healing shit. Right. You know, and it doesn't have to be that hard of a button you know, for us to feel the things. Right. So in this, you know, you know, with this new moon and um, eclipse with all the energies, and we have a lot of energies that are pushing us forward, but we have to heal. We have to let this stuff come up. We have to see where we got it from. We have to know that we are not those things that we have been taught them. You are not them. You are a spirit that came here to have this experience and that we put these experiences in to help us learn and grow. Mm-hmm. This is not the first experience we're going to have here. It's probably not the last because we tend to choose to come back here because we expand and grow so much. And we don't remember most of the time. And now we're getting more memories and more paranormal experiences like I was talking about before last time. Mm-hmm. But they're not paranormal. They are basically normal, but we have been programmed to not see them right. because in the five, you know, in the 3D world that we lived in, we have five senses. So we've always had more senses, but they were downplayed. And then you were strange or weird or a witch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Even though more people had them than not had experiences and they wouldn't talk about it. And now people are starting to talk about it and starting to learn more about it and starting to feel a little bit more like it's safe to to actually have experiences. And there's a lot of people that have them. Well, if you basically walked around and it would be like, oh, I smell roses and you weren't allowed to smell shit, that would be weird, Mm -hmm. then you wouldn't be telling people you were smelling roses. Like, oh my God, no, I don't smell anything. You smell something, I don't smell nothing. You know, like that sense is a common sense. As we become, you know, sixth sense, and, you know, sixth sense means senses that we cannot see, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That... Well, it doesn't mean sense we can't see. Senses in that, that are extra, you know, like we think extra when they're not actually extra to mm-hmm. me. Um, but the idea that those are starting to become more normal and we need to understand them more and not be afraid of them because they're the things that help us to know that we are connected, to get us connected to our higher self. If we stay disconnected, that's actually keeping us in fear. When you feel disconnected, from source, from who you truly are, then you're very fearful. Mm-hmm. You don't feel it's safe. True. You feel alone. You feel all those things we were talking about yeah. before. No, it's very true. So the lower, right, the lower energies would love to keep you disconnected. Mm-hmm. The more connected you are, the more you don't feel separate, the more you're not in fear, right. the better you feel, the more that someone can't topple you over right. in that place of using that against you. Right. Well, I also feel like, too, when you're connected, you aren't unaffected by what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it does because you feel like whole. 
affected by other what other people are doing meaning meaning like um like if you're a person who needs like outside validation right is what i mean right well you don't need it cuz you, don't you need gave it, it to right. yourself Be- yeah because you feel whole as because you feel safe right which is part of right. the self love right. you know which is one of the reasons why just us learning how to, you know, be kinder to ourselves and to let ourselves off the hook more mm-hmm. and understand, like, how would you love somebody? Try doing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Just do some of those things. And if you're doing something for other people because you want them to think you're important and special and you do 150%, what tends to happen is they get used to you doing it. They don't know you're doing anything abnormal. Yeah. So then they get... You get resentful because they don't know. How would they know? Because you've always been doing it. <laughs> right, yeah. If you, like, super go out of your way to, like, right. drive them to work all the time. or Right. How would they know if you yeah. do that and you're like, sure, no problem. And you're killing yourself to do it. Yeah. Because you want them to know that you really care and that you love them. Instead of you being like, um, well, I could do it today if I can't do it every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But we're not doing that because we don't want people to not know that we love them and how special they are and how amazing. Mm -hmm. But people don't know that from that. Meaning us going out of our way to the 9,000 degree to the degree that we go out of our way Mm -hmm. without anyone knowing because you do it every day. Yeah, so they just think you just like do that. That's normal. That's normal to you. so So if you're... Like if you always make dinner. Right. Even if you don't want to, you're doing it. Yeah, you just assume, oh, when I come home, like, my mom and I, makes dinner all the time. And I do that something. because yeah. um, I want them to know that I care about them and love them and mm-hmm. that I think that they're special or whatever the hell we're doing it for, but it's for them to think that we're special and for us, for them to know that we love them and right. see no one else will do this for them, so then they would actually care about me. So there's a whole lot of things right. that go into that. But the idea that you're doing it for the wrong reason... There's a wrong reason in there. Mm-hmm. It's because you want people to think that you're important and that you matter in an ego sense. Instead of you just being important, non-ego, important right. and special in the way that your unique being is. Right. And if they don't accept you the way you are, guess they ain't the right people. Right. Oh, well, there's so many more people that will. Mm-hmm. But first, you got to. And guess what? The only ones we want to are the ones that don't. <laughs> Right, right, right. We tend to look at the ones that don't and go like, okay, but I want you to. All the rest of you don't count no more because you already did. Right. And why is that? That's so dumb. We funny like that. Mm -hmm. We trying to feel abandoned and separate and, you know, we're trying to play the old program. So today I want, you know, like people to put in in the next couple of days because, you know, this probably won't be up till tomorrow. And... You know, still set your intentions. Mm-hmm. Know that, you know, six months, six months, you know, the eclipse, the eclipse energies last. So, you know, really set good intentions about what's coming up, where you want to be, what you're creating. And look at, you know, where you were, you know, two years ago in this energy and what's things you're still working on. And it's not about we wouldn't be working on them. Of course we'd be working on them. But where what level has changed? What things are a little bit different? What things feel a little bit easier? What things aren't as, you know, much in your face? Or what? how did it change in some way, shape, or form? Because it's not about, this isn't a journey. I mean, this isn't a race. This is a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
okay, baby steps, one step at a time, as we're learning how to heal, as we're going through these big changes that we've not ever experienced in tens of thousands of years. You know, like this new cycle that we're going into at the end of July, I don't think we've experienced it from 13,000 to 26,000 years. That's a long yeah. time. That is a long time. And although there's no time in spirit, so that would be short, but on the planet, it's a long time. Mm-hmm. So as we go through these big changes, let yourself relax through them. Get yourself, take care of yourself. We need self-care. Our bodies are changing. Our brains are changing. The way that we're going to see things is changing. The way that we're going to be together is changing. So much is changing. Try not to be too hard on yourself through it. And with that, have a wonderful, happy new moon eclipse season. And really look at and don't be afraid to look inside of yourself and to let yourself see all your so-called flaws that are your unique being that we need to be okay with having and that we're in the process of changing and doing something better. Mm -hmm. Be good to yourself and others. Be kind, be caring, be loving to yourself and others because only hurt people hurt people and all of us are hurt. So we need to start to heal. And if you work on you, then you're helping everybody else. That is very true. So our main job is to work on healing us. That's how we help everyone else heal. And with that, we're going to say... Toodles. Toodles! Yeah. <laughs> Love to all of you. Love and light. Talk to you soon. <laughs>